Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen the end of the world. I could feel all this death. Jean, it was just a dream. You wander through the willows in the forest you were found. I've been called many things over many lifetimes. Trying to hide. Ra, Krishna, Yahweh. Ever since the world found out about mutants, there have been secret societies who see them as some kind of second coming or sign of God. They believe that tens of thousands of years ago, an ancient being was born the world's first mutant. You are all my children, and you're lost because you follow blind leaders. But I am here now. this being was, he always had four followers he would imbue with power. Like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He got that one from the Bible. Or the Bible got it from him. What is it? Oh, God. He can control all of us. The world needs the X-Men. That's why I'm here. To fight. Not all of us can control our powers. Then don't. This is war. Everything they've built will fall. And from the ashes of their world, we'll build a better one. I've never felt power like this before.
Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Ah, uh, we are talking 2016's <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> merry X-Men Xmas to us all. Woo! <laughs> merry uh, Xmas, one and all. But babe, I'm a little thirsty. I don't know about are you. you. Are you really? Well, good thing for you. I have from Laughing Dog Brewing Company, Huckleberry Cream Ale, ale brewed with huckleberries, from Ponderay, Idaho, USA. Nice. Let's see. Do 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 do. Four percent alcohol by volume. The huckleberry is native to the Pacific Northwest and prized for its sweetness and texture. I'm a huckleberry. I'm gonna pop my top. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pour. Yeah. This is a nice clear little beer. It's got a beautiful golden color. It's got a nice soft white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Ooh, it just, it smells Ooh. almost like jam. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really fresh. Very berry. Mm. No hop aroma whatsoever. I love a cream ale, by the way, Steve. I yeah, really do. Just nice, smooth, easy drinking, and well rounded. Yeah. yeah, just a little. It's almost a little tart. It's yeah, a little tart, like uh, the, yeah, just like a, like a little berry. The aroma is sweet, but like the flavor of the beer isn't overly sweet. It's really well balanced, and it's almost a little on the dry side. This is a great beer. Yeah, good yeah. job there in Idaho, Laughing Dog Brewery. Woo! <clears throat> so, Steve, X Men Apocalypse. X Men Apocalypse. From director Brian Singer. Is he Steve? Well, he uh, became pretty famous after he did The Usual Suspects. <laughs> um, and then he also did Apt Pupil, uh, the first two X-Men movies. Uh, Superman Returns, that's why he didn't do the third one that we've already talked about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, then he came roaring back with Valkyrie. Jack the Giant Slayer. We saw that in theaters, didn't we? Oh god, we did. Yeah. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Pass, this, and then last year he did Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, I gotta say, I really liked Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, it was alright. I don't know, Best Actor Academy Award alright, but, you know. That is a thousand percent just people fucking loving Queen. Yeah. Yeah. If If it was an Elton John biopic, he'd be dominated too. If there was an Elton John biopic? If there was, because obviously there isn't because nobody's been nominated for it. What would they call it? Rocket Man? Sorry, that one's already been taken. <laughs> Harlan Williams, you <laughs> badass. By the way, I gotta say, uh, the best version of Rocket Man is uh, the William Shatner version. <laughs> How's that go, babe? <laughs> oh no, it was Space Cowboy that was the best version. The William oh. Shatner version of Space Cowboy. Because oh, I'm a space cowboy. Bet you weren't ready for that. <laughs> With what, like Aaron Tippin or Dirks Bentley or somebody? Yeah, some. But yeah, uh, and of course this movie also has James McAvoy as Professor X, Michael Fassbender as Magneto, Ooh. Jennifer Lawrence as mystique or raven or whatever she's called in this one uh nicholas holt sophie turner rose Byrne, olivia munn evan peters and of course the ultimate villain <gasps> oscar isaac aka lewin davis uh, fuck that guy 
as En Sabanur, a.k.a. Apocalypse. Really? Is that who was under all of that? Yeah. Then this is probably... Oh, you didn't know that? I did not know that. Then this is probably his most likable role. I mean... <laughs> as a bloodthirsty killing machine, this is his most likable role. I mean, there's that Poe or whatever he is on mm-hmm. Star Wars, right? His only redeeming quality hey. is, is is that he's in love with the other guy. Yeah, say, and, and I understand you can't accept it. That's cool. I accept their love. I, <laughs> I just said that was his only redeeming quality in that show. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh... Other well, than that, he's a whiny little bitch. Uh, that is true. But, uh, another fun fact. Former offender on the podcast actually played the role of Scott's uh, teacher in this one. Really? It's Allie Sheedy. Ooh. I didn't know that until I looked no. up the cast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 30 years since we've seen her in anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, good for her, getting into the X-Men franchise. Yeah. <laughs> As Scott's random-ass Spanish teacher for the yeah. third or fourth time in the series. But hey. Why is it always Spanish class? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the movie starts. And we get some narration from, I think it's Magneto. I mean, it sounds like Fossbender, right? Where he's yeah. talking about... And, and you know what? What what he's talking about, it's like, oh, we have great power, great responsibility, but you may also trick yourself into thinking you're a god or something like that. Yeah, I think it is Magneto because this is sort of his, like, this is after his fall from grace and he's learning, having to learn to accept that maybe he was wrong. Or, I'm sorry, as we say in this household, mistaken. Mistaken, yeah. Uh, but then we're in 3600 BC Egypt. And then, like, straight out of Stargate, there's, like, some sort of yeah. ritual body conscience transfer thing where this uh, aging giant blue creature... <laughs> Yeah, is going into a warrior he's deemed worthy. A young, nubile young boy, you might say. <laughs> Hairless, some would say nubile. <laughs> and and they, they, like, cut his stomach and then it, like, seals right up. So I'm like, wait, is that... I mean, he's got, like, the Wolverine healing he's ability He's got the Wolverine healing abilities. Okay, because I, I, I was like, wait... Is that just because he was close to Apocalypse? Or, yeah. I was no, to, I think it's because it's out. to show that... Uh, it, to show he's a mutant. Yeah, they're like, oh, what this, once us? you once you transfer to the body, you'll live yeah. forever, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, that makes sense. And then they, uh, I don't know, activate this pyramid circuitry in the walls. <laughs> Almost like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> right? And it causes, like, molten gold to, like, go up into the circuitry. Is that uh, what was going on? Yes. Okay. but <laughs> <laughs> Mutant powers, Steve. It's mutant powers. But uh, mid mid transfer, the humans start revolting. <gasps> no, and they start like uh, basically uh, taking out the guards, taking out the front door, putting a giant slab over the entrance, and then just trying to collapse the fucking pyramid on top of them, burying them in the deep, deep forever and ever. I don't know, Steve. I only know about one uh, uprising in Egypt. Oh no, <laughs> is this Moses led? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, the timeline doesn't exactly line up from what I understand. How do you know? I, I don't. I do don't we know, know exactly what time it is? 
I mean, other than it obviously is Miller time. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> and we also know this movie we're talking about is historically accurate. In every oh, way. yes. This lines up perfectly in the X-Men universe. But... As all the movies fit together seamlessly in like three years after this movie in movie time, McAvoy is about to turn into... <laughs> yeah, He's going to age horribly. <laughs> The 90s are going to be fucking rough on you, sir. <laughs> it's because there's no more ozone layer, babe. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, Apocalypse, who he also has like his followers, the, the four horsemen, and they yeah. fucking eviscerate some people yeah. down there in the pyramid while it's collapsing on them. By the way, I really wanted them to come back. Right? Well... I mean, the one that lasts the longest is the one who like protects him with like some sort of force field after she's broken her back from a fall but yeah. where the fuck were they falling uh, uh, it's a pyramid it's got many levels <laughs> including the uh bottomless pit unfortunately well, yeah, did have a bottom yeah well obviously you've put a basement into a into a pyramid i mean not having a basement a pyramid is a rookie mistake yeah indeed well well anyway you get covered up in rubble and buried for a billion years and then we start getting music uh that sounded a lot like life force i don't know yeah have turned this off yeah. <laughs> uh then we go down the longest get smart hallway ever conceived for the opening credits yep <laughs> we get some backstory from like about the other like the first class and the days of future past where it's like oh yeah once mutants were discovered in 1973 since in the 11 years or whatever since then we've uh learned to accept some of them but also fear them and, and i think it's ali sheedy saying it right i think yeah. so yeah <laughs> Uh, then when uh, and then we see young Scott at his desk uh, complaining about his eyes hurting. And he's like, "Fine, go to the principal's but, office." Uh, or whatever. he gets into a fight with the other kid who's like, "You're stirring my girlfriend." No, my eyes just hurt. You're stirring my girlfriend. Do you two have something you want to share with the class? Can I go to the Can I go to the principal? My eyes hurt. Ah, uh, Scott, you just keep disrupting my class with your like. Oh, my eyes hurt. Go to the office. Pretty much. <laughs> So he stops in the bathroom along the way to, I don't know, drop a deuce and cry a little bit. But then the Scott bully... is a whiny bitch. <laughs> Prove me wrong. But luckily a bully shows up to uh, knock some sense into him. So you, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you for staring at my girlfriend and having a headache. I have all these hormones and I don't know how to control them. Yeah, maybe you should get some fucking glasses. <laughs> oh, ah! By the way, three quarters.
course that school's dead, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, again, I, I don't know. It must be in the comics or something where he cuts a school in half with his eyes. Yeah. Because that happened. This, this is at least the second movie. Second or third? He probably did in the first X-Men, too. Yeah, that's probably how his uh, powers erupted. Yeah. It'd be weirder if it was like it was his first time masturbating oh. and he like sliced his house in half. Oh, well, that's how... <gasps> that's how his brother figured it out. Oh, Havoc, yeah. Havoc. Just whacking away <laughs> and all of a sudden... <laughs> oh, shit, took out the bedroom wall. Put oh. your pants on! I can't right? stop. I don't know what's happening. Wolverine found out about his claws that way. Ah! <laughs> well, cause I mean, oh, but it, luckily mut- I got this healing ability, too. Don't mutant powers uh, usually present right around, uh, like, teenage years? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> sure, remember some other awkward ones like <laughs> Jubilee, oh. just fireworks everywhere. <laughs> Nightcrawler's <laughs> concerned about uh, hairy palms, and all of a sudden he just bursts into dark blue fur, like, oh, look, nine! Gosh, what just happened to me? <laughs> nine, 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 nine! It starts with the pubes, so first oh, yeah. turn blue. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, wow, that's a full. Oh my god, it's spreading! <laughs> Puberty's not awkward enough. Exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, so the bully gets blasted. <laughs> and then we immediately cut to East Berlin, where uh, there's some sort of underground German... Monkey night fight! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait. Next up, we'll have the hobo versus monkey with a switchblade! <laughs> a banana for whoever wins! <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on there, Chippy. <laughs> uh, but it, on the real, though, it's a it's a kid with wings. Angel in this universe, not the not the same angel, because otherwise I don't know how the rich kid would end up in a underground Berlin. Obviously, he, he his dad disowned him, so he went out abroad. Ended up getting captured because he forgot to saw his wings off one night. Oh, I didn't have his passport. Yeah. yeah the, ooh, dad got his passport revoked. So now he's uh, doing underground knife fights for uh, for cash. Yeah. And, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, uh, or Mystique, sorry. She mm-hmm. shows up in the crowd to uh, watch. But Angel, uh, I think he just knocked out the blob because there was like a really yeah, fat dude that the, like, got, yeah. was like getting pulled away. Um, but then in this electrified cage match. Yeah, they bring in a tiny electric coffin. Yeah. (laughs) And out pops... Nightcrawler! I gotta say, Nightcrawler's always been one of my favorites. Yeah. Just a sweet little German dude who can teleport and... And happens to look... Looks like the fucking devil. (laughs) Happens to look like a gremlin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like a goddamn demon. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so a little fight happens. Yeah, yeah, well, Angel, like, gets his wings caught in the... (laughs) In the electrified Nightcrawler fence or pushes whatever. Him into the oh, yeah, 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 like fence. teleports, throws him in there, yeah. and yeah. So if they don't fight, they're going to get shot with the uh, the AK forty sevens hanging out on the the sides of the the arena. Yeah, because Nightcrawler doesn't want to fight at first, and Angel's like, "If you don't fight, they'll shoot us both." <laughs> there you go. But then also uh, Jennifer Lawrence with her titties hanging out, just yeah. starts walking around like. Uh, where do you think you're going, little lady? Fights that way. And she's Are like, you oh. sure? Because I feel like there's a fight over here. Pa! Snap your neck. Yeah. Turn up the voltage to ten. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, just basically they all escape. That's right. Then mm-hmm. we go to Poland. 
Yeah. Where we where we go to the world's straightest uh, steel mill. Yeah. (laughs) Super straight. uh, But we see Michael Fassbender is working there. Like, ooh, Magneto. Wait, what's he doing working in a steel mill, babe? Working in a coal mine, going down, (laughs) down, down, working in a coal. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But what's he doing working at a steel mill? Well, he's just trying to get his life back together. I mean, he's a wanted man in, like, all of the countries. So. Every single one of them. <laughs> you know, he's he's the mutant who started the revolution and tried to murder the president on the White House lawn. <laughs> yeah, tried to drop a fucking baseball stadium on him or something. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> turns out people have forgotten that, so, you know, he's just trying to earn an honest buck. Yeah, but uh, we, we see him going home after a long day of work. Uh, we meet his, I don't know, wife or girlfriend... I assume wife. Yeah, he says wife in the movie, in the movie right? Yeah, yeah, it's his wife. Yep. Yeah, it's his wife, and he's got a sweet little daughter Aww. who can talk to animals. Yeah. Yeah. And as he looked it up, it's Nature Girl. I'm yeah, uh, she's. I mean, it's not nature. nature Girl, but it's sort of. She's inspired. She's a. Uh, she's not a character that actually exists. Like this is like something new they added to this. Magneto oh. has a daughter who dies young, but she shows no powers. I guess in the comic. Nature Girl can talk to and control animals, and so it appears that they combined the two, and, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. good to know. Yeah, so we, we meet Agneto's family, and then we cut back to upstate New York, where uh, Havoc is going to pick up Scott at the school. Uh, Havoc and Scott are brothers. Right? I think his name's Alex, right? I think so? Yeah, Alex and Scott are brothers, but yeah, Havoc and Cyclops. Um, and Scott also bumps into Jean Grey for the first time. Ooh. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's blindfolded and... Yeah. Oh my god, you can talk to me in my brain? Yeah, I'm a psychic. Uh, get used to it around here. Yeah, well, stay out of there. It's fucking filthy. You're not the biggest freak in this school. Get used to it. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, the first meetup doesn't go too well, but they make up for it later, I guess. I don't know. Um... Oh, that's right. And we get his uh, his target test when they take the blindfold yeah. off and Xavier's basically oh, right. like... So, so they set a target up across yeah. the lake. There are children playing. <laughs> Apparently it's in a protected heritage forest. Yeah. Um, like, people are standing around. Pretty sure uh, Xavier is between Scott and uh, the target. He sinks slightly to the left. His lap is across Scott's line of vision. If, if Scott were looking down, he doesn't. And Scott is looking down when they take the blindfold off yeah. because he looks up across the water and like splits like, cuts the lake it in, in half. half and... The target's fucking gone. Splits a tree in half. Scares like a bunch of nine-year-olds who are playing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't go quite as expected, but of course uh, Xavier's like Xavier All right, no, no. was a fucking fool. He was warned. He's like, oh, that was my favorite tree. My grandfather planted planted that tree. Oh well, <laughs> fuck. It's like that's your own fault, Xavier. That's right. You you were told there was a kid who split a school in half with his eyeballs. <laughs> you didn't want to take him out to an empty field or something? Except for you know oh, you know what? I just put it together. The grass was super green there. They have a sprinkler system in case he caught it on fire. <laughs> that's well, I, I'm putting more and, thought into And of this course it's hooked up to the lake, so <laughs> uh, but then we cut across the world to Cairo. Where, yeah. uh, where a young uh, <laughs> uh, Rose Byrne is going spelunking. 
Yeah. Uh, her name's Moira in the movie. She's... Uh, Xavier's girlfriend. But he wiped her memory, so she doesn't remember that she's Xavier's girlfriend. Exactly. So she ran off and got married and had a kid. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he finds out about that later, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's going spelunking because she's on... Uh, she works for the CIA, apparently. And she's following some, like, religious cults who, uh, who are talking about bringing about the, the, the person that's going to, you know, start everything anew. The, the Antichrist, maybe? I don't know. Oh, it's their Jesus. Yeah, but follows him down to a cave and sees, like, you know, five, five or six guys, like, chanting. And then, uh, yeah, the, the sunlight comes down the, can- the cave and, like, yep. gets to the top of a pyramid. And, of course... That golden electric whatever boogaloo stuff starts <laughs> activating. I wonder if that's just his jizz. Maybe. Mm, a pocket jizz. Yeah, but I mean, it's solid gold a pocket jizz. So. Oh, yeah. You know, imagine, Steve, if every time you thapped it, you could sell it for the weight of gold. My God. I'd be a fairly rich man. <laughs> but... I'd be mildly comfortable. <laughs> I would have a mild standard of living. <laughs> I could live moderately and afford a house. <laughs> <laughs> In San Francisco, mayhaps. Oh. Uh, that's not get crazy. Come but. on, you don't tap it that hard. <laughs> you gotta get to work, babe. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, once it starts getting gold. But, uh, yeah, so that wakes Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, when Apocalypse wakes up, it sends, like, some shockwave through the world, so... Yeah. Like, like buildings rattle and people are like, oh, what the fuck happened? What? Yeah, worldwide tremor. All the mutants are sort of like, <laughs> yeah, their spidey senses are tingling. Oh, and like Jean's going like nuts, like kind of twitching and having like a bad nightmare. She, yeah, because it's nighttime over, uh, over, over on our York. side of the pond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Professor X is like, all right, well, I'll just uh, peek oh, inside her mind and see what's going on. She's there. melting the walls with her nightmares. Oh, so yeah. That's Professor right. X has to do something before the whole school melts down. That's my new wallpaper. <laughs> that was my favorite wallpaper. My grandfather put that up. Yeah. Yeah, but of course he like goes in there and sees like fire and explosions mm. and all kinds of weird like entire cities being evaporated and all kinds of shit. Um, and then he like yells and like he and Gene both Gene both wake up and Gene's like, "I saw the end of the world. It was just a dream, Gene. It felt so real. It was just a dream. Go back to bed. Cut to them four feet down the hall. That wasn't a fucking dream, yeah, Jesus Christ. That wasn't a dream. What the fuck was it? <laughs> Oh, that's right. This is where she also says the, you have no idea what it's like to be able to feel all this kind of stuff. And it's like the one person in the fucking planet. I swear to God, uh, Xavier just looks at his legs and looks back at her and like, I think I, I think I know. (laughs) (laughs) Or as you say, like uh, Jason Alexander in uh, Blank Man. (laughs) Hey, uh, dumbass. This isn't a boil got my asshole, it's a wheelchair. <laughs> this is where Steve and I stopped paying attention to the movie for a few minutes and pictured an X-Men world where Jason Alexander played Dick Professor Xavier. It can still happen. <laughs> so the question is then, like, who plays his beast and who plays Mystique and who plays Magneto? Well, Jerry would be Magneto. Would Jerry be in a Magneto? Jerry or? Seinfeld? Yeah. I'm just thinking if we're going with, like, funny people. <laughs> Behold, the whole new world! Where are you, yada, 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 and you, yada, yada. No, see, I'm thinking, if we're just going to go with funny people, let's go Adam Carolla for Magneto. Ah, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> rah, Fuck rah, you. Ah, <laughs> car parts. <laughs> <laughs> 
and Titus for Christopher Titus for uh, for Beast. Yeah. Well, that's Patton Oswalt, and you know it. That is Patton Oswalt. You're right. Jason Matsukas is Magneto. <laughs> hey guys, I got this great idea. Let's kill all humans. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm gonna go start an island of mutants myself. <laughs> So speaking of Magneto, back in Poland, uh, some sort of mishap happens at the meal, and uh, he uses his uh, electro uh, uh, metal controlling abilities to just stop a, a I don't know a giant thing a, a giant bowl giant piece of machinery yeah from falling on one of his buddies and they move him out of the yeah. way and he sets it down gently and of course everybody's like what the fuck was that what was that and he's like going back to work like oh what Ooh, what, what happened over there shit. oh jeez smash got to I don't know couple hours later after the shift, he's at home, like, packing, like, all right, we need to get the fuck out of here. They're onto us. But this is our home. And what about our daughter? What about the daughter? Throw her in a suitcase. I don't know. We gotta go. <laughs> Wait, where is she? Uh, she's in bed. I'll go get her. Anya, uh, Nina? I don't know what your name is. <laughs> we'll go with Nina. I think it was Nina, because I think his, I think I was reading in the comic books his, his daughter was Anya. Oh, uh, okay. So, so is it Nina or Anya? In the comic books, it's Anya. In the show, I think it was Nina. Oh, okay. Or vice versa. All right. Well, yeah. It's both. <laughs> uh, they go outside. We'll call her Nature Girl. Nature yeah, Girl. Nature Girl. Nature Girl wandered outside in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, that's it. Was she wandering out in the forest and the guys found her out there? I'm or assuming because yeah. otherwise they would already be in the house. Yeah, otherwise, yeah, they would have heard him coming in or whatever. But yeah, there's like six or seven dudes uh, full, like, police get up i guess yeah and ladies. but they're not wearing their badges yeah no badges uh they have uh fucking bow and arrows and stuff yeah. no metal we've heard about you you're the one that uh i don't the know one Inter- interpol wants the american president <laughs> back when when that still wasn't a thing everybody wanted <laughs> and and uh yeah so magneto's like all right i surrender just let my daughter I, go I've- I've eaten at your houses. You know I'm a good guy. No, we we got to turn you into Interpol, man. Like, this shit's getting weird, and we are scared. That's going to blow up our spot. We're just trying to, you know, start a little opium import-export business. Yeah, maybe maybe ship out some fake Santas that we're catching out here in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, of course, uh, as he's, like, getting handcuffed and stuff, his daughter's like, No, 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 go, daddy, and then fucking birdemic happens yeah. and all the birds start attacking the guys. Fuck yeah. And then one dude uh, just lets go of the arrow. He still has poised in that yeah. direction. And the arrow hits the daughter and the wife. Oh, he could not have... He couldn't have made that shot if he tried. Right. So then... Uh, so then Magneto like runs over and he's like... No! Uh, uh, uh. And he, uh, like, grabs his wife's necklace. She has a locket. <laughs> yeah. And he uses That's that. That's all he needs. <laughs> That's all he needs. Just a little metal. <laughs> they all Threw fucking all drop. all their fucking heads. <laughs> By the way, I think totally deservedly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so Magneto's ready for revenge. Yeah. But against whom, everybody? All of, oh, we'll find out. Yeah. Against the entire fucking world. Yeah. Meanwhile, back in Egypt, Apocalypse uh, found a nice, I don't know, hobo road to start walking around in. Yeah. And uh, he finds this this young young girl with a mohawk named Aurora. 
I don't think they ever say her name, but it's... It's Storm. Yeah, it ends up being Storm. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, I don't know, 13 to 15 mm, years old? Is she supposed she's to be like 18? 17, 18. Yeah, a teenage Storm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. In the song in the background, it was like an Egyptian version of like Flock of Seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I run. run. <laughs> I run so far away. Yeah, but uh, Storm's a little street rat, and she's, uh, you know, stealing from somebody. But then she gets cornered by, like, three Ooh, dudes in an alley. Shit. And they're like, ah, you gotta steal so from us, huh? she starts a sandstorm! Oh, oh, that's, oh, right. that's Apocaly- how she stole the stuff, when she started oh, a little sandstorm. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah, Apocalypse that's right. she was yeah, yeah, that's right, the little distraction. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but then uh, when, when she's in the alley and cornered, Apocalypse comes walking around, and he's like talking to him but yeah he, he's speaking like aramaic or something and yeah. there's some sort of ancient egyptian they're like what the fuck is this guy saying hey buddy you need to get out of here and then uh he kills them and this didn't come up again i, I thought it was such a handy little thing just gets yeah. a little sand like off the wall or whatever and decapitates like three dudes <laughs> yeah with zero repercussions yeah just like whoop. all right you're still saying something there sir like no i'm good <laughs> Oh, no, no, he melted the dude into the wall. Yeah, That's he right. melted him into the wall. Yeah, that, that comes back a lot, but... Uh, yeah, yeah so, he has, like, sandstorm powers. So, yeah, he takes care of those dudes, walks up to the girl, like, hey, you'd like to follow me? And, uh, like, touches her mm-hmm. forehead or whatever, gives her, like, a little white streak that, like... Yeah. A thousand times her powers, like, yeah, unlocks her potential. <laughs> so she takes him back to her place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where she's got the the poster of Mystique up. Oh, that's right. She's like, oh, my yeah, hero. She's, she's a rebel. She, yeah, Mystique's like a folk hero because of what yeah. happened in Days of Future Past. Well, to be fair, if you're just watching it on TV, it does look like Mystique is the one who saves the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Mystique wants none of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back at CIA headquarters, for some reason, uh, Professor X decides he's going to go talk to Moira. Um, I, I think he, like, Oh, that's right. You like saw her on Cerebro and saw she was in Egypt. Yeah, oh, where yeah, because the, they wanted to find out what the what the the little shockwave that what the shockwave was and what uh, Gene had seen, and so he plugged into yeah he plugs into Cerebro and is like, oh look, it's Moira. Ah, yeah. I have a boner now. <laughs> yeah, so Moira gives the whole backstory about this this original mutant that's been around for thousands of years and blah blah blah. This is what I found. We thought mutants were a new a, a new evolution just in this decade. No, it turns out they've been around for thousands of years, and so have the cults that worship them. Oh, that's right. When, um, when Apocalypse is back at Storm's place, he uh, touches the television and like yep, and he learns, learns everything. And, yeah, <laughs> uh, the, yeah, that's right. Because I was like, it would have been super funny if the only channel she got was just like Real Housewives, and that's all he learned. <laughs> so like, all his English is like, oh my god, you wouldn't believe how ratchet her dress was. Luckily, Bravo wasn't around in 1984 <laughs> or whenever this was happening. What is this, my 300-pound life? (laughs) (laughs) Why doesn't she just, like, walk around a little bit or something? (laughs) I don't know why they keep having children. Why don't they just stop? (laughs) Why don't they stop at a dozen? (laughs) (laughs) The show really drops off after 17. Oh, and this also where she also mentioned that uh, everything Apocalypse says is, like, super whispery. He has whispery voice. See, this is how come I didn't know it was uh, it was Lewin Davis because they digitize his voice, they digitize his look. Yeah. It's he's not really <laughs> in it. 
Yeah, it really, it really is kind of that. It literally could have been anybody, I guess. Yeah. So Nightcrawler needs to get a new ID uh, yep, so we can leave the country. Yeah, they got to get him out of the country. So he goes to like, so they go to like some underground place where they make IDs. Yeah, um, and this is where we get introduced to Psylocke. Yeah, played by Olivia Munn. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And the, the guy who like leads the market or whatever is like, oh yeah, by the way, your friend Eric, he's uh, he's in trouble. I heard he was found in Poland and killed a bunch of people. <laughs> I'm making his ID now. Yeah, right. <laughs> his name is going to be Buck Frobisher. <laughs> he's going to be a Mountie by next week. <laughs> he told me he did not want Don Juan Dos Tacos as his name. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought he looked like, you know, one of those uh, German Mexicans. Uh, you just got a Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, a little later. I think we go back to school for a bit. And Scott gets his glasses and finally talks to Gene. And uh, they, I don't know, kind of hit it off, but not really. Mm, he's sort of like, I'm a bad boy and I'm going to steal the professor's scar- car and leave school. We've never only been here for like 12 hours because now they give me some sunglasses. And she's like, oh my God, just hang out and go to class for once. Yeah, just do something like not talk to me. That'd be great. AKA, I'm also like the third strongest mutant in the universe just run that out possibly there. the first also all the kids are running away not be he thinks nobody will when he goes over to talk to her he thinks everybody leaves because they're afraid of him and she's like uh no you have baby powers compared yeah. to what i've done <laughs> actually we don't like either of you <laughs> <laughs> we don't like him because he's just kind of an asshole and you scared the shit out of us yeah <laughs> Yeah, but then again, back in Egypt, because we keep cutting all over the world, yep. Apocalypse shows up at the black marketplace looking for an ID. No, um, he just shows up there because um, Storm knows about the place. And he's like, oh, yeah, if you're looking for a strong mutant, this uh, Psylocke chick is uh, yeah. pretty cool. And so he's like, hey, want to want to join my crew? Yeah, I'm sorry. Would you like to join me? And then like. I don't know. Amplifies what do you got powers. to? What do you got to offer? And then yeah, the he, he makes a super Psylocke. <laughs> super Psylocke. Super Psylocke. Super, <laughs> super Saiyan Psylocke. And then he was like, "I need more like you." And she's like, "I got an idea. I, I got a. So I know a few mighty mutants. So who's the strongest mutant Psylocke knows? Uh, apparently, they go to Germany to see Angel. He has floppy, floppy wings that grow back when you cut them off. Yeah. Eh. Somebody tell me what else is Angel's power other than that until he gets to meet Apocalypse, in which case he becomes Mecha Angel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, when he becomes Archangel, yeah, he's pretty badass because he's like basically made out of metal, flies around like a jet and throws like daggers out of his wings and shit. But uh, before that, it's like, well, and I like how like they they show up and like his wings are singed or whatever still. And she's like, oh, oh, I forgot. This guy ain't shit. Looks like he's hurt. Oh, it looks like he just lost a fight. That's the equivalent of like, yeah, I was going to get you Wolverine, but he rolled an ankle. Except Wolverine doesn't have any powers. <laughs> He's a hell of a drinker, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> he rolled an ankle and he lost his ability to super heal. So this is going to be at least six weeks off. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Angel gets recruited and then uh, they're like, oh, oh yeah, I know one more. And they go to see Magneto. Yeah, now there's a super, now there's a guy. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Magneto went back to the um, the steel mill 
and That's he was right. like, "All right, oh, he- so you guys told the police about me. I thought we were friends." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "It only took one of you, so I'm gonna kill all of you till I find out who that one was, and then I'm gonna kill the rest of you to keep you quiet." Yeah, but then right before he goes on a murderous rampage, yeah. the uh, the three horsemen in Apocalypse pop up behind him in a random teleportation ball, and he's yeah. like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> Yeah, one F-bomb. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, Apocalypse is like, I can give you what you want. Power. Wipe out all the humans. <sighs> and he's like, mm. all right, that sounds cool. Death to all humans, huh? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> all right, I'm in. Or, or no, or no he, he's kind of questioning at first, but then Apocalypse was like, come on, I want to show you something. It's pretty sweet. So they go to Auschwitz. Yep. <laughs> hey, what happens at Auschwitz? Oh, uh, Magneto also now on top of getting his, uh, his metallurgy powers, he can move anything that comes from the earth. Yeah. Which I'm going to go ahead and argue might be all of the elements, but we're going to like it. Well, from that. All the me- metallic ones. He, he yeah. controls electromagnetic fields. So Yeah, well, he can do like uh, dirt and stuff now too and brick. Yeah, so yeah. he dissolves Auschwitz. Yeah, just fucking vaporizes it. And... Which is very satisfying, I won't lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, then we, uh, Quicksilver's back. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about Jubilee. Oh, yeah, Because Jubilee. Jubilee's in this one for, like, three yeah. minutes. Everybody's favorite, right? I like Jubilee. I mean, she's all right, but... Uh, she doesn't even do her sparkle sparkle in this one. No, she? she shows no powers in this whatsoever. Yeah, that's right. She basically shows up, talks to Scott for a bit. They decide they're going to go to the mall, so they steal she, a car. She's Lady Exposition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like... Her superpower is exposition. It's got to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so they... Uh, oh, that's right. They go to see Return of the Jedi and have that discussion. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, the third in the series is always always the worst. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, we see Quicksilver's back in the back in the, the this movie. He's like yeah. chilling in his basement, uh, stalking his dad on TV. Yeah, and the mom comes down, basically like, you know, your dad ain't shit, right? Like, yeah, no, whatever. I know. I heard he's kind of a dick. And then he, decided, he just killed a bunch of people, so I mean, probably not out of the year. Yeah, so then he takes a taxi out to upstate New York to to, yeah. to the school, and it's like, all right, cool. We'll see him again later. Uh, let's see. I do like Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, Evan Peters. Evan Peters does a really good job with him. Yeah, we we watch him in American Horror Story all the time, and it's like... he's so good. He's pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie, he wasn't my favorite when I first started watching that show, Yeah, season one was me. (laughs) Yeah, and it, like... But, damn, watching him, just the range of characters he's been able to play. I'm sold, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, back in upstate New York, uh, Professor X and Raven are catching up because she's, you know, she, she's brought Nightcrawler in to get get him with yeah, the team. hey, you need to take care of this kid. He's n- not living his best life. <laughs> yeah, but then they have this idea that they're going to use a Cerebro to search through and find out, like, what, you know, all, all these, where Eric is. Oh, that's right, they're trying yeah. to find Eric. That's right. Yeah. Or Magneto. Eric. Magneto. They just yeah. killed his wife and child, and he's really hurting. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, he uses Cerebro, and he's talking to Magneto, and Magneto's like, Charles, God damn it, yeah, you gotta stay out of my mind. This this isn't gonna be good. And Apocalypse, like, looks over and is like, who's that guy talking to? 
and then he like goes into Magneto's mind or or, or not sure that's right he's like like looking over Magneto and then Xavier's like who's this guy I don't know him and starts going to his mind and Apocalypse is like oh I'm in now now I control all of Cerebro oh, and I can make Professor shit. Xavier's head explode because I make everything better and also mine I've never felt power like this and so yeah it takes over Cerebro and um with, through Cerebro he can like control like everybody and apparently everything too or i guess it's just people and then the people like launch all the all the nuclear missiles in the world just fucking war games going on and then meanwhile back in cerebro professor x is like oh shit i've oh, i fucked shit. up he's got everything what are we gonna do i don't know start pulling fucking plugs or something let's get it's not turning <laughs> off we never installed an off switch only a self-destruct button yeah don't worry havoc's here alex wreak havoc rah, 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 rah. It starts throwing all these super waves and uh yeah he hits the like main battery or something yeah and causes this giant fucking explosion in the school that liquefies everybody everyone is dead end of the x-men roll credits no, wait. Quicksilver's taxi's pulling up. Oh, shit. So then he throws in, what, fucking Eurythmics or something? <laughs> and uh, just... <laughs> All right. The super slow-mo action scenes with Quicksilver in these I fucking movies. love them. Yeah. I love them. I love them so much. Yeah, they're, they're really good. They, I can see why people would not like them. I personally fucking love them. You mean like when he's randomly moonwalking in the middle of... See, that's the thing is, I like that he's saving everybody and he's also like fucking with them. Like he's playing with their hair. He's like rolling them up in like pillows and just chucking them out the windows. Like... He's having fun with it, too. He's acting like a 16-year-old boy. Yeah, finishing with... somebody's tab. Yeah. <laughs> Which, he needs the calories. He's burning oh, yeah. a lot. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. He got everybody out, right? Yeah, yeah. Job Wait, done. Wh- wh- where's Havoc? Who? Oh. He was the closest to the blast. Oh. Oh. No! Luckily, uh, Scott's whimpers are easily distracted when the army immediately shows up. Yep. (laughs) And they're like, everybody remain calm. We're here to assist. (laughs) We're here to kidnap you. And then, uh, I I forget, I think like Gene or somebody sees that it's a super young striker in uh, the helicopter. And they're like, oh no, it was Mystique. That's right. He's like, no, everybody get the fuck out of here. And then they start like opening fire. Everybody down, bodies all around. Yes, right. Yeah, they set off that uh, like a sonic grenade kind of thing, like oh, yeah. just a big boom, and everybody falls to the fucking ground. Knocks them all the fuck out. Yeah, they're like locking everybody up. Um, you know, put, put, putting them in I don't know helicopters and flying them out. Uh, no, well, they don't take everybody. They, they oh oh that's right. They go through and they pick uh fuck is like Mystique, mm-hmm. Beast, Cyclops. Yeah, who's the uh, fourth one? Nightcrawler. Oh, Quicksilver. Oh, Quicksilver. They are Quicksilver in the first group, and then the second group is Nightcrawler. Um, Gene and Gene Scott. and Scott. No. No, yeah. Scott's with Mystique. No, uh, hold on. I got to run down here. Yeah, Scott's with Mystique. Because later I'm going to start screaming, no. Scott just needs to take his sunglasses off. No, no, that's because he's trying to save Mystique. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's uh, Beast, Mystique, Moira and Quicksilver are the four okay. that they grab, and then uh, the the three that go to 
get get on the chopper like incognito and kind of, to save him because Gene can like make him look invisible. That's right. It's Gene Scott and Nightcrawler. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Uh, I, this is where else I've written down like four times. Like, why doesn't Cyclops just take off his fucking glasses? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, the helicopter's just about to take off. Vroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. And then the explosion apocalypse like snatched uh, Professor Xavier too. Yeah. That's right. Forgot to mention that part. Um, so now Apocalypse is like in Egypt, and he's got Professor Xavier without his wheelchair, just lying on a couple yeah. rocks or whatever. And he's basically like, "I would like you to transmit this message to everyone in the world." What if I don't want to? T.S. No. Um, <laughs> tough, then you should walk away. Tough titties, bitch. You do as I say. Uh, so yeah, basically he's using Professor X as a live feed. Yeah. Um, basically like, all oh, people of the world, you will kneel before me. Do not try to resist me or I'll nuke all your asses. Yeah. And then Apocalypse wants him to say something like, uh, only the, the, the strongest should come join me. But he says, the strongest should protect the weakest. Ha ha ha! I just <laughs> Professor X'd you! And then Profe- uh, Apocalypse, like, rolls his fucking eyes. And I'm like, ugh, alright. <laughs> that's, that's all you've got. Yeah. <laughs> and Magneto's rolling his fucking eyes, too. Yeah, yeah everybody's like, uh, this is, this, uh, I've been here before. This right? fucking shit. Oh, and also when he's doing the live feed or whatever, he's, like, reaching out to Gene and, like, Gene, yeah. follow follow my mind. I think we're in Egypt, but it all looks like sand <laughs> and rocks to me out here. That's only, like, half of the livable, or half of the the earth above the water line, so good luck. <laughs> yeah. The chopper, like, uh, all the people that got picked up, they're in this, this super secret lab. That, mm-hmm. Um and uh, they're like, all right, well, shit, they're in this electric gate we can't get to. Maybe if we take out the generator, like, that'll help us so we can get in there and get them. Yeah. Okay, cool. So they go into the generator room, and they notice a very large box. Yeah. Rattle, what? rattle, motherfuckers. What's in here? I don't know. It says Weapon X. Oh, shit, somebody's coming. I hear, I can feel there's, there's so much pain inside that box. Maybe I should open it. We should open that box. I It's human, but all he, his humanity's gone. But I'm pretty sure this is a good idea. Yeah, so box is opened. Yeah. Who steps out, babe? <gasps> Hugh Jackman! Yeah, Hugh yeah! Jackman actually looking like Weapon X, like with the yeah! headgear and the tubes and yeah! been there for months and stuff. Fuck you, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 this, this is Hugh Jackman who looks like he's lost his goddamn mind in that box and just oh, yeah. wants blood. Yeah, yeah, he's been in, like, I- isolation and, like, torture yeah. and all kinds of shit. I'm surprised he didn't let out, like, a Joker laugh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, after a couple grunts, he goes, if, he gets his claws out and yeah. goes full fucking berserker rage. Get up! <laughs> this is a great scene yeah it's pretty fucking cool uh, and then like oh yeah they, they everybody's running they try to get to the exit or whatever um, and Wolverine gets there like at the same time too and Jean's like hey calm down I'm just gonna take I can your you. helmet off here please don't stab me and then he pulls the screws out of his belly oh yeah <laughs> it was kind of oh. and then she gently touches his head and then he grunts and runs away. 
What did you do? I I gave him back a memory. Yeah, a, f- a few memories I could find. He'll be all right. <laughs> he tough. <laughs> I gave him back the memory of speech and how to wipe himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and apparently wear pants because he's not naked in this one for some reason. PG-13. No. <laughs> I won't lie. I think it's fine he's wearing pants. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. But, uh, so yeah, so the team's been rescued now, and so they immediately go to Egypt. Okay, okay, so the entire time during this, it's like, Scott, just laser blast anything. That anything. wall, that lock, that door. He does fucking nothing! Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, like, as they're, like, leaving, or, like, right at the end, he, like, somebody's, like, pinned, and he's like, oh, I'll save you! <laughs> and that's, like, the one time it's yep. like, you could have used that any situation. Literally any time. But then Wolverine wouldn't have been released, and he can't come in to the the original trilogy that starts in the early 2000s, and still hasn't aged today. God bless you, Hugh Jackman. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so back in Egypt, Apocalypse is there, and he and Magneto basically just vaporize Cairo. Yeah. He reached out into the world and just start destroying everything, and we'll go city by city, and that's like our plan. And that, but they like they use all the rubble and stuff to like build this giant yeah. fucking pyramid. Well, they gotta. This was going to be. This is going to be the center of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be the center of the universe. But then he also has a plan. He's gonna transfer into a body. Yeah. And it's the body that contains the most powerful mind in the world, so he'll be able to control everyone with the power. He wants to control all the mutants and all the humans. Sure, he won't be able to get an erection or walk, but I'm sure he'll figure it out with robot legs! Yeah, well, see, he well, he already has the uh, self-healing power, so yeah. Oh, no, that transfer never happened. Oh, that's right, that transfer never happens. Yeah. So he doesn't have self-healing power. Well, he'll just take on Wolverine, and then he'll Van yeah. him as well. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll never, figure it out. Then he'll never have to uh, transfer again. Exactly. Oh, yeah, there was even, like, a, a random thing where, like, when Magneto was, like, pulling everything up out of the world and, like, vaporizing shit, they, like, pulled up the Titanic or something? Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. That... There was so much fucking shit happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, so yeah, so Raven and Quicksilver, uh, yeah, they they all land there in Egypt. Raven and Quicksilver go to talk to Magneto and try to convince him to stop vaporizing the town. Come on, you couldn't save them, but you can save what's left of your family. Uh, Quicksilver's not quite ready to tell Daddy, uh, he (laughs) wants to be a daddy's boy. Yeah. Yeah, for those that don't know, Quicksilver is the son of Magneto. That Uh, comes up a lot in this movie, but not to Magneto. Yeah. Well, you might also be thinking, like, wait, isn't... Isn't it in Avengers Quicksilver also the twin brother of Scarlet Witch? <gasps> yeah. Except I don't think Fox had the rights to Scarlet Witch at the time, so... Yeah, we're just yeah. not going to talk about his sister. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so the two go to Magneto and the, the other five go to the, the pyramid because they got to stop the, the body transfer. And they, of course, fight like Angel and Storm and Psylocke and, you know, badassery all around. Explosions and backflips and all kinds of shit. Oh, yeah. And as the transfer is going on inside the pyramid, uh, Charles Xavier is, like, trying to, like, shake him him off. Like, no, you can't go in my body. Ah!" And he, like, loses his hair. And it's like, oh, that's how he gets bald. That's how he got bald. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you... 
Yeah, as uh, as Apocalypse is entering his mind, he's like, you're in my world now, bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They, yeah, that's right. They have the mind fight where Apocalypse yeah. gets like super big and like slams them around. And it's and... like, it turns out I'm stronger than you, Xavier, so just give it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone uh, like gets on the plane because Nightcrawler like teleports yeah. everybody in there and they're like flying off. But then, like Angel gets the Angel and Psylocke, I think both get yeah, in there. Yeah, they both and, like, fly cut up because they're the they're they're to stop them. Yeah, and uh, and it's like Nightcrawler, you're gonna teleport us all out. Uh, I don't know if I can do this. I've never done it with like eight people. <laughs> I don't even know if I can do it with two people. Well, we're nosediving this bitch, so if you don't, yeah. we're all gonna fucking explode. Uh, okay, I try. <laughs> but Angel's like stuck in there with his metal wings yeah. and stuff, and just. <laughs> Right into the ground. Yeah. And, uh, p- Psylocke jumps off, and I was like, so what is her plan now? She gets her uh, Psy sword and slices uh, the side of a building to slow her momentum. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't roll an ankle. <laughs> no, no, not so much. Doesn't even, like, break a heel. <laughs> Doesn't even break a sweat. Yeah, well. Yeah, oh, that's right. Like, Apocalypse sees Angel, like, all broken and yeah. beaten and stuff, and he says useless <laughs> disappointed mediocre yeah we immediately went uh emote and joe yeah <laughs> oh then this is when quicksilver shows up and like starts hitting apocalypse by being super fast and yeah. but then like as apocalypse is, like flying around he like realizes like oh that's right i can do this shit too and make it better so we like uh, like hits Quicksilver, like oh no, yeah, he, he doesn't like, hit hit Quicksilver. He watches where Quicksilver's stepping, and oh, and the sand comes sucks, up. sucks yes. one of his legs up. That's right. Then he hits him, and he breaks his arm, and he breaks a leg, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, <laughs> that's gonna be a season-ending injury for Quicksilver. <laughs> yep. And then this is where. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Mystique's like, fuck, no! And uh, this is where Magneto's like, oh shit, Mystique's upset. I kind of have a crush on her still. Yeah. The power of boners is strong, and Magneto turns on his master. Ooh, we forgot one little thing, though. Oh yeah? Because he got Quicksilver and like broke his arm and stuff. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Apocalypse calls Psylocke over to like s- oh, psychic yeah, to blade his him. ass. That's right. And she's got her giant-ass katana. Shink! Oh, cuts Apocalypse throat like the Kurgan. Yeah. Oh, he reaches out, picks Psylocke up, turns into Raven. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! And of course she's. That's, like, right. <laughs> that's right. Oh yeah. And, and then that's when like, Magneto sees. Yeah, yeah, and he was he's like telepathically tell. Oh, uh, the other kids have saved Xavier, and it's like Xavier, come out! All your friends are dying. And Xavier's like, I can't uh, sacrifice myself for her because otherwise can... the world dies. But yeah. I'm, feeling her die and it's like well yeah that's okay oh and i guess this is when the dream fight happens like the the mind fight oh yeah no that's right this is when it happens because yeah this is when xavier's like oh shit that's right he's in my mind yeah yeah he's been in my mind so i can get into his and that's when he's like ah you're in my world now and apocalypse is like "Eh, not so much Eh, i'm still better at this game than you are so then there's more fighting going on and uh, uh, Magneto Apocalypse is like fighting everybody like Magneto like, yeah. like Psylocke is run off by this point but like everybody else is there like attacking him and he's like throwing up force fields and like throwing buildings at people all kinds of shit going down um, and he's meanwhile he's also whooping Xavier's ass in his mind and then Jean's like 
oh, what can I do? I'm just sitting here. I'm like useless. I'm like Cyclops. Oh my and, god, there's nothing I can do except for cry. And then, uh, and then Xavier says, let it go, let it go. Let your powers thrive and grow. And she goes full fucking Dark Phoenix and fucking vaporizes yeah. Apocalypse. <laughs> It's like, oh, that was easy. Should have done it in the first place, right? So Apocalypse is dead. Just like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like yeah, It's like slowly. Like, it takes his armor away, and then it's down to yeah. a skinny-ass Remy Malik-looking guy. Mm. And then that eventually melts away. And, yeah. yeah. Xavier comes back and, like, thanks everybody. Also, like, brings back Moira's memories. He's like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, we're, like, <gasps> a thing. Oh, my God. I fucking love you. Yeah, what am I going to tell my husband and kids? Uh, you know what? Don't worry about it. I just wanted to fuck with you, apparently. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, then uh, we cut back to upstate New York, and Magneto and Jean are rebuilding the school. Yeah. Well, uh, now Magneto's got all these magical powers. Yeah. Also, Steve, he's floating, but he's not wearing his suit. He's got a belt on. <laughs> I mean, Fly- is he- He's flying by the crotch of his pants? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's it's like 90% of how he gets around now. It's very eco-friendly. <laughs> right. Make sure he's got that steel chastity belt on. Yeah, uh, but after, I guess, rebuilding the school and stuff, Magneto's like, well, I'm leaving because, well, shit, they're still going to try to find me, so... Yeah, I'm leaving on a jet plane. Don't know if I'll be back again. Perhaps I'll go start a mutant island. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. We'll see. I'll call up the island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, that's taken. <laughs> yeah, and Raven becomes, like, the leader of the X-Men. Oh, that's yeah. right. She's, they're, like, in the uh, the war room or whatever they call their... Their holodeck. Their holodeck, yeah. <laughs> and she's call like... Call it what it is, babe. They're in the holodeck. And she's like, you're not just freaks anymore. You're no, X-Men. You're not freaks. You're not kids. You're goddamn X-Men. Now let's fight these sentinels walking out of the room. <laughs> Roll credits. But wait. Back at the lab where uh, Weapon X was, they're doing a little cleanup and vacuuming up bullets. This is a great fucking scene. There's one guy (laughs) with a vacuum cleaner just fucking up, just just sucking up uh, bullets. There's the guy, the mop guy. Yeah, the mop guy who's like, this has been like three days of just mopping. God damn, Dolomite. I better change this water. But, I think uh, I'm just mopping with more blood at this point. Yeah, just smearing it around. <laughs> but yeah, they go to uh, the, the lab where Weapon X was, or Generator Room, wherever the fuck it is. Yeah. And they grab a little tube that says <gasps> Weapon X on it. And they throw in a suitcase. And it says, Essex Corp. Bum, bum, bum. Roll credits again. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, X-Men Apocalypse. Babe, would you recommend this movie? I would. I actually did enjoy this one. The, the first time watching it, I really did not care for it. Second time, though, I I got it. Like, it was, I don't yeah, know. You know what it is? I think it's now we have so much more of a back catalog of how bad these movies can get. <laughs> it's true. That it's like, oh, you know what? This one's not that bad. Yeah, I remember being really disappointed in this one. Yeah. Not the white hot shit-filled rage that i've had towards some of the other ones <laughs> just sort of like oh they kind of because the apocalypse okay. like trio of episodes is like the best episodes oh of the TV yeah show. Age, age of apocalypse is up there with like yeah. dark phoenix is like just the the badassery yeah. ones but yeah I, I, 
yeah i I remember like just fucking hating the character of apocalypse not just because it's lewin davis but i mean that doesn't help yeah it really doesn't help but but it's like no he's supposed to be like more imposing and he's just wandering around talking like this and having everybody else do his fucking work for him and it's like all right that's cool and all but it's like you know, the cartoon is, I am the Alpha and the Omega. You will all feast upon my strong. Fools! You bleat for the future like a herd of sheep. I'll give you the future right now. I am Apocalypse. Look upon the future. And tremble. Shlong, I don't know, something shlong, like that. Emo tap. Emo tap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd say check it out. Why yeah. not? I mean, there are way worse X-Men movies out there. Coming next week. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> we come back. Mm-hmm. We have more beer. <gasps> Fun facts. Ooh. And what we learn from Apocalypse. Emo tap. Emo tap. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. We are Molly and Jonathan, and we want to tell you about our podcast, One Star Bazaar. We review the movies critics hated in search of the unfairly underrated. We watch movies that critics have given an overall one-star rating, defined as 40% or less on either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. We both studied film in college, and while he likes the films that get nominated for Oscars, I like the movies that get nominated for Razzies. We use a simplified review criteria and look at five things, acting, story, how engaging the movie is, what it did well, if anything, and whether at the end we wished we had not watched it. Between our differing tastes in movies and our simplified review categories, can we agree if a critically panned movie is worth a watch? Reach out to us on social media at One Star Bazaar to let us know what you want us to watch next. Have a movie you want to see but heard it was bad? We'll review it. We're trying to save you from the terrible movies out there and find the good in the critically bad. Listen to One Star Bazaar on your favorite podcast platforms. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. 
Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to Yeha. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, babe, I'm thirsty. <laughs> Good, you should be. We have from Wasatch Brewing Company, Pucker Up Lime, Ooh. Sour Ale with Lime. Low in bitterness and high in drinkability, this sessionable sour ale has a strong lime presence with a supporting malt backbone that will have you coming back for more. Pucker Up, Buttercup. That sounds amazing. I can't wait to drink it. I think it's 4.8% alcohol by volume, but I'm not sure because it's not on the cap. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Please pop that top. I'm going to pop my top. Ooh, my top! (laughs) That's where Apocalypse should be, right? My top! And the poor... Yeah. So we looked it up. This is a Berliner Weiss. It's got a little bit of a haze to it, not too much, which is appropriate for the style. It's got a beautiful light gold, very light straw color, a white foamy head with lots of tiny bubbles. Ooh, a cat hair. Good luck. (laughs) It smells very tart, almost a little bit funky because it's kettle sour. Yeah, definitely a little tart and... uh... Yes, yeah, it's not like super strong, just just enough to like... Not overly acidic, just kind of bright, almost like lemonade Yeah. And then, yeah, you definitely get the maltiness at the end, so like the last flavor on your tongue is like sweet. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Good job, Wasatch. All right. Who wants so, some Steve, f- do you have any fun facts, super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts? That I do! <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, can we, should we just stop yeah, the apocalypse? Yeah, we're done, we're done. <laughs> Okay. All right, now, Rotten Tomatoes. No, it's good. <laughs> All right, what do you think? Don't go the, down that road. Don't go down that road. Uh, what do you think the critics thought on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh, ooh, ooh. This is going to be difficult because so many of them in this series have been a garbage fire. That's true. But the fans fucking eat this shit up. So by this point, do they realize they're all garbage fires and accept it? Or are they trying to catch up with the fans and make good? I think they're going to know this is garbage fire, but they're going to pander to the fans a little bit. 41%. 47%. Oh, Pretty shit. close. All right, what about the audience score? Oh, that's going to be like in the goddamn 70s and piss me off. 65. Pretty close. Mm. You know, two, two out of three people liked it. I can yeah, see it. Yeah. Um, they liked it just because because it even had Apocalypse in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, If they had even just said the word Apocalypse, it probably like still would have been fine. Like it was in the title? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, $178 million budget. Actually lower than most of the other ones. <laughs> uh, but a worldwide gross of $544 million. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, perfect with all the marketing and the toys and stuff. Yeah, a little, little better than even, I'd say. Yeah, enough for them to make another one. <laughs> Coming next week. Mm. So, babe. Steve. Also considered for the role of Apocalypse. There were two. Tom Hardy 
Ooh. <laughs> That's right. I could have been Apocalypse. Yeah. Give it back to the people. Mad Max himself. Yeah. Oh, Bane. Yeah. That 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 have been the straight one to one, I think. And then the other, Idris Elba. <gasps> oh, yeah. That so good. God damn it! Why didn't they go with that? He's too charismatic. He oh he would have just taken over the. We would have been rooting for him over. Yeah. Uh, You're like yeah, take him out, Luther. Yeah, goddamn. Goddamn Black Superman. All right. Yeah. Uh, the film was to be subtitled The Age of Apocalypse after the comic of the it's same the name. The Age of Apocalypse. Yep. <laughs> but this was changed uh, to just Apocalypse for a more ominous title, as well to avoid comparisons with Avengers Age of Ultron, Transformers Age of Extinction, and the Age of Adeline, which had come out like within a year before. What the hell is the Age of Adeline? I don't know. I have no interest it's, in finding out. <laughs> yeah, say it's, it sounds like one of those teen, like, you know, those teen alternate universe movies. It's either a teen alternate universe movie. Like Revergent or whatever the fuck. Or it's like a really sad, like, depressing, like, what do you call like oh. a depressing romance story? Romance. <laughs> Where it's like, I'm Adeline. And I, the only love I ever had died a year into our it's, relationship. It's a remake of Flowers for Algernon? Pretty much. All right. Although not in the movie, Sir Patrick Stewart jokingly informed Brian Singer that he would be willing to play Mystique should, <laughs> should, should Jennifer Lawrence, quote, start playing up. He said, I am so ready to be naked, painted blue, and the world is ready for it, too. Oh, that would have been so fucking good. <laughs> Nice. Especially if he gets to go in and talk when he gets to go and talk to Xavier. Yeah. <laughs> you look familiar, Raven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking on a new form. <laughs> what do you think of it? Where do the titties go? <laughs> I just felt like I get more respect this way. People what? actually listen to what I say once in a while. <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> Uh, in the comics, the Age of Ultron uh, series affected the Marvel Universe immensely and resulted in the death of many prominent characters such as Peter Parker, who never becomes Spider-Man. Ooh! Uh, Namor, not sure about that one. Clint Barton, not sure about that one. Thor. Oh, Thor shit. dies. Carol Danvers, you know, uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. Frank Castle, the Punisher. Oh, shit. Victor Von Doom. Sue Storm. Ben Grimm, and many others. Hold up. In this comic, there's two storms? Yeah, Sue Storm and Storm Storm. <laughs> oh, and don't forget Johnny Storm. Oh, shit. With the you know, human torch. By the way, it's, uh, Steve, it's Sue Storm, S-U-E, and Sue Storm, S-O-I-X. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're like, fuck, is that her real name? I have to Google it now. No. No, it's Aurora Monroe. I know Storm's name. <laughs> oh, uh, in contrast, Gwen Stacy, who famously died in the main universe, is alive. Okay. Hey. And apparently it all happens in the alternate reality identified as Earth 295. All right. Alrighty. All right. So, babe. Steve. What did we learn from X-Men Apocalypse? Uh, that I don't hate it as much as I thought I did. Yeah, yeah. I learned the best way to learn really anything is through television. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I learned that Cyclops is still a whiny bitch. It's true. Damn. Cyclops being a whiny bitch is like Batman's parents being killed. Right? <laughs> like, it's happened so many times <laughs> that, like, 
<laughs> it just doesn't matter anymore. Uh, I also learned uh, Berserker Rage is still the way to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Hugh Jackman looks great with his shirt off. Yeah. So, babe. Steve. Thanks for watching this movie with me. Thank you for watching this movie with me. And we want to wish you all a Merry Xmas, Xmas, and a Happy New Year, Xmas and all bells, that wonderful. Xmas bells, Xmas bells. Yeah, I think, bells. I think this is our last episode before Christmas. Ooh. Anything you'd like to tell the people? Happy pagan holidays to you all. <laughs> yes, a happy winter sol- winter solstice to you all. It's Yule, Steve, where you gather around a dead tree and eat candy out of your socks. You tell me what part of that is wrong. That's true. <laughs> well, uh, and of course, you can also check out untidyvenus.etsy.com. It's true! For any uh, gifts you'd like to give your people. Yeah, it's probably a little too late for them to, uh, to arrive uh, before Christmas, but still doesn't mean they won't arrive they'll be amazing yeah better late than never exactly and if you use promo code eilfm at checkout you get 20 percent off and orders over 35 dollars ship free so there you go and speaking of shipping over 35 dollars is free frankieandmer.com where yeah. you use the code untidy for the finest and essential oils and aromatherapy you get 15 percent off if you use that promo code untidy and they have amazing sprays indeed this time of year i particularly enjoy the staying alive yeah, stay alive, just like Wolverine and Apocalypse. Ooh, up yeah, until the end. Yeah, it's full of antimicrobial essential oil sprayed around. It's just one more layer of protection without having to Lysol and burn your lungs. From those goddamn germ monsters you call children. Oh, your progeny are covered in germs. <laughs> I want you all to know that. And your friend's progeny is covered in germs. Your relative's progeny, all progeny are covered in germs. Yeah, your, your, your children are just fine, but everybody else's, they're... Oh no, their children are awful too. Spray them all down with some staying alive. It smells like the holidays and it'll keep it it's one more layer of protection to help you from getting sick. And it smells awesome. Yeah, and of course, uh you can also check out our next live show on oh. January eighth at Movies in Ogden. Is it gonna be January eighth of the apes? Nope, it's uh part of Ghostuary, so oh, it's gonna be snap. one of your favorite movies. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> and she's blue. All right. No. We're, of course, talking about the ghost in the darkness. Woo! Yeah! yeah! It's Val Kilmer versus Kitties! <laughs> <laughs> well, don't forget Michael Douglas. And Michael Douglas versus Kitties! And the Kitties is eating to people, so the peoples are delicious, and so Jeez. the Kitties keep eating people. <laughs> Yeah, so if you want to be there, go to Broovies Ogden, the night of January 8th at 7pm. Yeah! Swag! Meow! Kitties! Until next time, I'm Steve. Kitties! And this is Everything Everything I Learned learned from from Movies. Good night, everybody! Good night, everybody! Kitties!